Hey there! You're listening to Make New Friends, a weekly podcast about the trials and tribulations found in the realm of friendship. We're your hosts, Mary Aikman and Sienna Mooney. Let's make new friends! Woo! <laughs> Welcome back. This is episode five, oh my and we're talking about neighborhood friends this week. I feel like this is something everybody should have, unless, like, I guess some people could move around a lot, you know? Like, um, I remember growing up, there were always those kids in school that were always the new kid, you know? Like, army brats and the lot. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about neighborhood friends and a little bit about like our experience as per the huge. Of course. And also just kind of talk about like why it might be important to reach out to your neighbors or like, I mean, I'm an adult, so I feel like I, I wouldn't really reach out to my neighbors on like a friend level, but more as like, hey, we live in the same area. Right, right. They're always like a really good backup in case anything bad happens or I just noticed this right before we started uh, recording, but Cece on our outline, she put, is it just a strategic move in case you get locked out? Which I thought was very funny and also very Cece of you, very Sienna of you. <laughs> what, what does that mean? I just like, I feel like that would be something you would think of. Like my first thought would be like, oh, it's so you can have friends and people to hang out with. <laughs> Okay, now I understand why you think that's something I would think of. Because <laughs> I'm always thinking about like, okay, what's what's the end game with this? What are we trying right. to get to? <laughs> you think strategically while I think just like, oh, let's just have some fun. <laughs> um, okay, well, so I guess that just answers my question. Like, is it a strategic move in case you get locked out? Personally, I think that um, it is wise to keep those lines of communication like in good standing order just in case like you get um a a break-in or something or if you're going away and you need someone to look after your plants or your animals or whatever check your mail yeah or just like make sure that no one i don't know robs you while you're gone i think that it's so important to just be okay with your neighbors you don't have to be buddy buddy but like you know just like know their number and be somewhat friendly. I think that's like the bare, bare minimum you should do. Because I know where you live, you you rely on your neighbors sometimes when you guys go like on weekend trips and stuff, correct? Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're really lucky to have um, my husband's parents in the same town as us. So we don't have to rely too heavily on our neighbors. But um, because we live in a building with five other tenants, uh, oftentimes, you know, like, we get each other's mail or someone has a package being delivered and so we've got to buzz in the delivery dude. Right. I personally don't like being so involved in my neighbor's uh, lives and like hearing upstairs neighbors is never fun. Right. But um, yeah, I mean, there is a little bit of sense of like camaraderie there. So mm-hmm. when I lived in London, our neighbors gave us like fruits and stuff occasionally because our neighbor ran a fruit stand and so he would like give us like oranges and like i think it was mostly oranges um but funny story is last time i talked with my flatmates because they still live there um and we like found out that the husband had been cheating on the (gasps) wife and then like been 
and she was kicked out and that the wife who was always like we always saw her we like never saw the man but she was always like around and we would always like say hi in the hallway or whatever (laughs) and uh she apparently ran into my old flatmates in the like garden and like told them this whole story oh my gosh (laughs) and that brings up something too about neighbors is sometimes you know too much about them that Mm -hmm. it can be hard to be friends with them yeah because especially if you know too much before there's really any kind of like friendship aspect to the relationship Mm -hmm. that unless you start out as friends and then go from there afterwards it's just so awkward that it's hard to get to like the friendship stage right and so I think you know that I'm I'm kind of in that boat with like my upstairs neighbors like oh yeah 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 it's really weird because like where we live currently um it's us and then five other um flats and before our upstairs neighbors moved in uh we were the youngest people and now the upstairs neighbors are like they don't own their property so they're they're the only people who rent and it's really awkward because like they're around our age but just total opposites in terms of like the company they keep and like the types of people they are and it's really frustrating because like I would like to be friends with all of my neighbors just in in case you know uh, as a strategic thing and it sucks to like know that you don't get along with someone that you hear all the time like it's like with like a bad roommate situation that's what it feels like so right exactly so would you ever like consider like being friends with your neighbors in like for strategic purposes or are you more just like well it's just it's just good to be friendly yeah I think I would just be not friends but definitely friendly, a yeah. friendly face. Like, I would know their names and and that kind of stuff. And I would try to know enough about them that I could trust them, you know. Right. Because you can't always, just because you live next door to someone doesn't mean that you, like, they're good people. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to know enough about them to trust them. And then I say I would, it would just depend on the person also. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, it's a person-by-person basis. Um, as an adult, I've realized how kind of difficult it is or how it can be awkward sometimes especially if you're the new person in the neighborhood Mm -hmm. that like you have to introduce yourself and when we were in college our my roommates and I my first apartment everyone in the apartment complex like knew each other so that was a little bit different of a situation but when I moved into the house there was like a family that lived next door and then a family that lived across the street and we were all like college kids yeah so it was very awkward but the family that lived across the street they were so nice we went over to dinner to theirs like twice and she would make us like baked goods and stuff and that's so nice and that was like a nice situation and like there was times when we like needed them for something like a shovel or something that you know college kids don't have around and they were there um but i we definitely weren't friends with like the mom who was the person we talked to the most (laughs) yeah i mean i think that uh like when you're in that sort of situation in college or like even as like a kid um, and like knowing your neighbors um, when they're adults and you don't you're not like an adult as well it doesn't feel like there's that like friendship bond that you would have with a roommate or if you were in a dorm someone that lives across the hall Uh, so yeah I've definitely been a part of uh, those sort of neighbor things and even where I currently live it kind of feels that way too just because we are so much younger than our like really close neighbors but 
Yeah, it's it's a weird dynamic. I definitely don't think that I would like have a movie night with my neighbors, <laughs> right. but they have been like good, I guess, about um like doing things and like inviting us along as well. It's not just like, oh, we had this thing and didn't invite you because you're like 10 years younger than us or something. So it's nice to be included and feel like I am an adult, you know? I've actually met all of Sienna's neighbors, <laughs> which is the weird thing. Well, most of them yeah, I've met. <laughs> they're all really nice. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember that we had that dinner thing and I was over the conversation about the apartment. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about <laughs> that. that. Was um, anyway. One thing I wanted to so ask. I, oh, no, oh, you go. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you, no, you go. Okay. You hang uh, up. <laughs> okay well I just wanted to know um with like neighborhood friends like do you consider those friendships like trustworthy or like deep or do you think they're more like surface level I think they're it depends on what stage of your life you're in I think this is what we kind of touched on before and it was actually what I was gonna say was that we've talked a lot about uh adult neighborhood friendships but my most of my memories and like understanding of neighborhood friendships comes from when I was little Mm -hmm. and that dynamic is totally different and then I also think that once you're a parent it's a different situation too because if your children are friends in the neighborhood with other children then you're you probably know the parent of that child or whatever Mm -hmm. and those like I know that my mom was friends with other parents in the neighborhood right and that was because their children were friends and I think that different stages of life have like different responses to how you deal with neighborhood friends as you deal with all friends of course (laughs) as we've as we learned so far yeah through this podcast but as as children, when I was a child, I definitely would say they were trustworthy and that they were strong friendships mm-hmm. and good ones, too, that I look back on fondly. Yeah, I would absolutely, like, 100% agree with all of that. Um, and actually, uh, when I was researching for this episode um, and trying to find some, I guess, resources, I found, like, the two opposites, like making neighborhood friends as an adult versus making neighborhood friends as a kid and I found that really interesting how it's not it's not the same it's not like you can like just run down the street and knock on someone's door and ask if they can play like there's a bit more tact I think and um you know a lot more small talk and it and it's noticeable like the small talk for sure so oh yeah (laughs) When you're kids, you could just run up and, like, become friends with someone so yeah. easily. Like, you're both riding a bike and you decide to ride the bike around the neighborhood together. That's, like, all it takes. And yep. then you're friends for, like, 15 years. <laughs> yeah, whereas, like, as an adult, it's, like, you see each other when you're taking the garbage out. Right. Ha-ha. Oh, my gosh. It's Friday again. <laughs> like, <laughs> how's your Friday? Oh, good. Yeah, mine too. Okay, bye. <laughs> see you next Friday. <laughs> um. So do you want to get into uh, a little bit about, like, how to make friends in your neighborhood do you want to hear some of like the tips going around yeah are these tips from resources that you gained yeah so i i've made like a list that kind of mishmashes both of them okay uh both of like the adult and the the childhood one so i'll start with like the the kid one like how you would probably make friends as a kid this is according to WikiHow. so uh take it all with a grain of salt but i do think it is a good place to check out if you want to know how to do something um so their first instruction 
well, maybe not their first, but one of the first things is just to introduce yourself and just be like, hi, I'm Sienna. What's your name? And like, as an adult, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't just walk up to someone on the street and just be like, hi, I'm Sienna. What's your name? They'd be like, um, <laughs> I just gave to charity. Uh, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I definitely think that that method was, like, slam dunk as a kid, you know? Like, you could you could right. straight up do that. Um, the next one is small talk, which I think is probably one of the ones that you've got to do as an adult as well. Just, like, make right. small talk about anything, everything. I feel like it could, could be stuff about, like, oh, did you see – it could be almost gossip, you know? Small mm-hmm. talk is oh like, my God. oh, did you see what Red House did the other day? Yes. Or why did they have that party last night? It was so loud. I almost called the cops. Something that binds you together. Yeah, exactly. Small talk can be easy if you know, like, commonalities. Mm-hmm. And in a neighborhood, I feel like that's a really good area to find commonalities. It could be something as simple as, like, oh, have you seen that cool Corvette that drives through the neighborhood every day? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually... Uh, like, I love gossipy small talk. Um, I just love gossip in general, to be r- really honest. But um, <laughs> Me too, girl. Me too. That's, like, one of the things that I think my neighbors and I talk about. Like, when, you know, you don't want to just bring up the weather a million times. Um, and because we have, like, the new tenants that are renting in the building, it's really easy to have something juicy to discuss. Um yeah, okay. Well, I think we both agree. Small talk is like the I'm listening. <laughs> really? Cuz it looks like you're Snapchatting. I'm taking a picture of my cat. He looks very cute right now with the sun and the And that that's an example of some small talk you could do with your neighbor. Talk about your pets. <laughs> yes, talk about pets. That's actually a very good a uh, way to make friends in your neighborhood is to, if you have a dog, go walk it. People with dogs love other people with dogs, okay? And as someone who is a cat person, I cannot relate. <laughs> so, <laughs> although I do walk my uh, 17-year-old cat, so, you know, <laughs> we got that in common. Um, the next tip is to show who you are, and basically that just means, like, good humor goes a long way and if you let someone like a little bit inside to your personality they'll respond really well to it and they'll see you as like a genuine human and like blah 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 they'll like you more and um, they'll be like this girl is definitely not a robot (laughs) yeah like that's really what you want to avoid you want to avoid um people finding out that you are a robot and reporting you to the government uh but i do think that's pretty true uh when you meet your neighbors and stuff like do you feel comfortable giving a little bit of that merry zest in a convo oh yeah it's hard for me to hold back you know yeah i i feel like that's probably true for sure about you mary but me i'm very like <laughs> i don't know i feel like i'm really guarded would you agree do you think i'm guarded uh yeah yeah i would say so but it's been so long that since I've seen you, like, introduce yourself to someone, like, someone totally new, Mm -hmm. that it's hard for me. Like, I definitely think you are in a way, but in a a first meeting situation, I'm not really sure. But you're probably well aware of that because of your new situation, your new job, so. Yeah. Yeah, like, I just got a job, and um, it's been made very clear to me that I need to just find, like, 
a, a, a log line of me and just use it every time. But the issue I've been having is like, I have found one, but I am in a situation where it's like, I use it to one person and then a new person comes up while the other person is there and I don't want to just repeat it. Right. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very guarded. And so I think that's something I need to work on with my neighbors is just like, Show a little bit of humor and let them know I'm I'm a cool girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that'll be hard for them to figure out. Eventually, oh, they'll get it. Hopefully, I don't know. <laughs> I like my space, you know. Um, the next one is just to listen. Pretty strong tip there. Yeah, just one word: listen. Hard to go into that because it's pretty self-explanatory. Like, open up those ears. Find out like what they're. Mm, nephew did over the easter break or whatever (laughs) you know just like give them two seconds of your time and then you'll seem like you're really down to hear about their life um even if you don't really care um it definitely makes you seem a little more personable um and those are i those are like the main tips from the WikiHow article uh that i took away from that um and then there was another one from women's health that really goes into depth about like why you should do all of these things. So I'm going to share some of those tips, okay? So many tips here. Oh my gosh, like by the end of this episode, you guys are going to be <laughs> pros at being friendly to your neighbors, okay? And to be fair, these tips go pretty much in every conversation, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's really try this week and make it about your neighbor. Yeah, yeah. Like, go out there when you're collecting your mail from the mailbox and just, like, wait a solid 15 minutes until you see your neighbor come out, too. And then strike up a convo, you know? Like, listen to what they're doing. And excuse me, it's post. Oh, the post. Yes. Mail. The post box? Wait. I don't think it's post box, is it? Pappy? (laughs) (laughs) He says that you put the post in the post box, but you receive mail. All right, everybody. I'm glad we cleared that up. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, anyway. All right. Enough about the mail. Um, let's get on with these women's health tips. So the first one they say is to become a regular. And I think by that, they just mean like make yourself one with the community. Like mm. go to the same, I guess, like laundry place if you don't have a washer and dryer or like the same gym or nail salon or like coffee place. Um, and then you'll see the same people over and over. Yeah, that's very true. I feel like I wouldn't say that that's super relevant to like neighbors, but if you're in a small town, uh, you're going to bump into people that live right around you. So I think that that one is a good tip. Um, if you're like looking to make connections with people who live near you. Or it could be like, if it is a neighborhood situation, it could be like the homeowners association meeting. Right. Or like you walk around the neighborhood mm-hmm. during a yard sale so that you kind of get familiar with faces and all that yeah like if if you see that um there's like a weekly jogging jogathon i don't know (laughs) or a book a neighborhood book club (laughs) yeah go to it yeah definitely um and that actually like applies to one of the other tips uh which is join a local group or start a local group um and they say that if you have kids it's an automatic reason to look for a local play group Uh, with fun parents Um, and then it also says you know book club movie club dinner club blah 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 and uh, you can meet a lot of people or 
be introduced to a lot of new people as well by people bringing other friends. I did remember something is that there's a little bit of a disclaimer on this episode in that from what I understand, is that Sienna and I come from a very American idea of a neighborhood, so that means like a subdivision that has like a name, that has a set a number of houses, where in England and even in some places in the U.S., like that, especially bigger cities, mm-hmm. that idea of like a neighborhood doesn't really exist. Mm-hmm. And so, at least from where I'm coming from, when I think of neighborhood, that's what I think of. For other people that may think of like a larger community neighborhood that you where you would have those local places that you go to every day and that you see the same people where in the US that's a little bit of a different idea, just as a disclaimer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and like living in uh, the English countryside, like I live in a small town. So I think that I, I mean, because I, I was raised in America, I don't really think of it this way, but you could uh, think of where I live as like a neighborhood or a small community uh, because it is very small. Um, and there are those like communities within the larger uh, town. So um, yeah, it just like take it however you want to, but we're really talking about like a community that like lives near you. Um, and if that means like your apartment block, or if it means like your, uh, suburban neighborhood, um, you know, those are all applicable. So yeah, um, the one after starting, a local group is to compliment 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 and honestly this is like my go-to thing when I want to like I if if there's like um a moment where no one's really saying anything and I want to talk because I feel a little awkward I'll throw a compliment out I don't like to just like give them out straight away um But I do think that it is, like, a good way to start a conversation, you know? And it gets people to kind of like you a little bit more, you know? Because they're like, oh, my gosh, she liked my bag. She likes my, uh, she likes my garden gnome. Something weird, you know? (laughs) Uh, Like, you could say just about anything. But um, am I weird? Do do I, like, rely on compliments too much? Do you do that, Mary? Uh, I think so. I think I occasionally do it. I learned something in university it's called the back pocket question so essentially when there's like a lull in this conversation you always have like a couple of questions that are applicable to pretty much anyone that you can like pull out um so these are things that are like pretty normal and like introductory conversations like where you're from what do you do those kind of things yeah um but occasionally the best things to do are comment on like something on the person or like oh I like your hair color. Where do you get it done? Or like, why did you choose to go that color? It mm. might not be like a compliment straight out, but it might be a question about something that could like compliment them in the end. Yeah. Or like that at least shows that you're interested in conversing with them. And right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I'm, I'm glad that I'm not like really weird for doing that. No, no. Because <laughs> I don't think anybody likes weird lulls in the conversation. So right. compliments are easy things to give out and people appreciate them. So mm-hmm. I think it's a pretty common thing. Yeah. Um, the next one is to, well, it literally says, give them a grin, which I think sounds a little creepy. <laughs> so I just wrote down. <laughs> I just smile. Yeah, just smile. Um, And like, that was one of the things about when I was, when I moved back to New Orleans. I don't know if you noticed this uh, because of where you lived kind of near um the university so it wasn't the same sort of situation but in new orleans 
people are so friendly. Not like in a, like, I don't think they're trying to be friendly. It's just like everyone um, kind of just says hi and smiles and that's it. It's not like a, a huge commitment. It's just like, right. Like, how's it going, you know? And that's not something that really happens in England, but I definitely feel that, um, you know, when I when I see my neighbors, like, walking uh, up to the building and I'm coming the other way and we, like, meet eyes, it's a little awkward, but, you know, you give a smile, you ask how they're doing, you go into the building together, quickly unlock your door and slam it <laughs> shut. <laughs> God, I'm glad that's over. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, do you smile at your neighbors when you see them? Um, yeah, I would say so. Not really, like, right now because my dad is more familiar with the neighbors and I kind of just come and go from work and then stay inside all day right. <laughs> if I'm not out. So I don't see them very often. But I think it's just a general friendliness you need to have in life is just to smile at people and, like, be friendly. Like, nobody wants to be around that person who's just, like, like, all day, even when they haven't done anything but see you in the hall, you know? Yeah, definitely. So I don't think it's, like, a tactic I think about. Mm -hmm. I just do it. And you mentioned New Orleans. I don't really remember that, but it's interesting that you noticed it and you obviously, like, took something away from it. Yeah, it was like, I I noticed it a lot more around where my dad lives because uh, he's lived there for a number of years. And so he knows all of the neighbors and they know him. And it's like they've got each other's back. And in New Orleans, because, like, the crime rate is pretty high, you know, it's really, really, really useful to be on good terms with your neighbors and just like in case anything happens like inclement weather or I don't know if you get locked out of your house you know your car getting broken into you know small things like that that definitely don't happen to like normal people like living there (laughs) yeah you know just like little things (laughs) yeah so uh in the women's health article the last thing they say is to greet new neighbors with a batch of cookies yeah like i am 100 percent team like welcome wagon I said that so weird. Team welcome wagon. Team cookies. <laughs> like, I love uh, getting the scoop on the new people. And, like, when our upstairs neighbors moved in a couple years ago, um, like, we – once we figured they were, like, done moving in, we uh, got them a bottle of wine and went up and introduced ourselves. Um, and, like, it didn't really go to <laughs> – to how I was expecting, but um, just because, like, they're not very nice people. You were expecting them to be like, oh, thank you so much. Come on in. Let's share this together. That sort of thing. I guess so. Or just, like, I don't know. It was, like, extending, like, an invitation to be friendly. And right. uh, it didn't really pan out that way. I mean, and that's fine. But I do think that it is important to, like, introduce yourself and just, like, get to know who's going to be living near you and return the favor because like everyone's new to the neighborhood at some point and right it's helpful to know i don't know the the deets about things you know so yeah agreed all right those were all really good tips thank you so much for finding those you're welcome (laughs) shout out to sienna for doing the research this week yeah boy i will definitely get on that next week (laughs) so we're gonna take a little bit of a break and then we're gonna come back and talk a little bit more about the difference between childhood neighborhood friends and then adult friends all right 
See you soon. Hey, everybody. It's Sienna here. I just wanted to stick my head in and say thank you so much for listening to episode five of Make New Friends. As you guys know by now, we don't pay for advertising. So it'd be really, really helpful if you could... uh, Tell your friends, your family, coworkers, uh, the cashier at the grocery store, all about how much you love the podcast. Um, but also tweeting about the podcast is a great idea too. And with that being said, I just want to take a moment to give a couple shout outs to some of the people who've been tweeting about the podcast, such as the lovely Sam Cummings, Rihanna, Rufaro, and Jackie Jeanette, just to name a few. Thank you all so much for spreading the good, good word about Make New Friends. We, we're so glad that you guys are enjoying the podcast, and you guys are seriously awesome, so thank you. Also, don't forget that you can drop us a little review on iTunes, which not only helps the podcast, but it also makes it easier for other people to find out about Make New Friends, too. Up on the blog this week is a story from the producer of Make New Friends and my husband, Alex Papworth. Alex's blog post is all about friendships forged in your neighborhood. So, talking about video games, bike riding, all that fun stuff. Um, So make sure you head on over to the blog and check it out because I think you guys are going to dig it. Friendly reminder that we're always looking for guest bloggers. So if that's something you're interested in, make sure to head on over to the website at makenewfriendspodcast.com so you can find out how to get involved. And also, we post about guest blogging opportunities on our Twitter at newfriendspod. So make sure you are following us there if you're interested in that. Okay, that's about it. The next episode of Make New Friends will be out on Wednesday, July 12th, and um, I'll let you guys get back to the episode. Welcome back. So this is, um, you're listening to Make New Friends, um, and we were just talking about how to make friends in your neighborhood. Um, So now we're going to talk about the differences we've experienced between childhood neighborhood friends that's a lot of hoods but childhood neighborhood friends and adulthood neighborhood friends okay mary go so growing up we had this squad in the neighborhood oh my god (laughs) and this squad i hate that i'm using the word squad i much apologies many apologies (laughs) but we pretty much grew up from like i think that I was first friends with a couple of them maybe like when I was seven mm-hmm. and then Megan and Timmy <laughs> yeah those are very classic American neighborhood names that that's really what they were called Megan and Timmy moved away I think in my freshman year mm-hmm. of high school so it was like that period of time that we were all like really good friends and the first time I remember meeting I don't really even remember meeting them it just happened. Like, bicycles were a huge thing in my neighborhood. Oh my God, like, if you same. didn't have a bicycle, it was like, who are you? You're not allowed to be in our friend group. You suck. Go away. And I think I was just riding my bike past. Megan was a little older than me. And I was riding past their house. And she was just, like, outside, like, hanging decorations from a tree for, like, Halloween or something. And it just, like, happening from there (laughs) that's like the memory i have but we would the whole group would always go halloween trick-or-treating together um we would always like hang out on weekends we we did a bunch of 
crazy projects where we like redid landscaping. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, one of them was like, there's this weird dead end right next to Megan's house. And Megan lived next door to this kid named Joe. And Joe and my brother are still very good friends. They're like best friends for life. <laughs> um, and Because they're the same age. Well, actually, Joe's a year older than him. But... It was the, the dead end was so close to their house that we all ended up always hanging out at the dead end. That was our spot. If we ever played uh, like capture the flag or well, we called it manhunt. Whenever we mm-hmm. played manhunt, um, like the stop sign or like a tree was always like the safe point. And one year we decided to like redo this whole section of the dead end. Like it was overgrown with trees. And like we pulled out and we like made trails through the, <laughs> the area and when we were little, we would, like, make up things, like, pretend we were in, like, a forest or, like, yeah, a castle yeah. or stuff. But then when we got older, we moved those crazy projects to uh, – there was this huge – it was just unused land mm-hmm. behind – We there was a creek that kind of surrounded the neighborhood on one side. And this kid, Michael, lived on the edge of the creek. So we would go through Michael's backyard over the creek into this, like, area, and we cleared that entire area and made a paintball course out of it. Oh, my gosh. And we, I have, like, I don't have many memories of paintball, but I do remember we were playing, it wasn't paintball, but it was, like, with airsoft guns or, like, potato guns, and one time we nailed Megan in the face with a (gasps) potato gun, and she had this, like, huge welt on her face for, like, weeks. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It was just a really good time. And I actually, Robert, who's another kid from the neighborhood, he commented on a post that I made like five years ago that was called, it was called like things that I'll never forget about the neighborhood. And it was like a list of all these wacky things that we all did together. And I just have so many fond memories. And I think it really made my childhood a happy place, especially we've talked a little bit about how I was bullied and like had depression in some areas and Mm -hmm. that time, even though like... It was only me and Megan were the only girls. It was all the rest boys. And sometimes the boys were like boys. They bullied and it was mean and they weren't very nice. And I still look back at that time like really fondly and like loved it. And all of those people are still in some way a part of our lives. Like Joe is still very good friends with my brother. Um, I'm just only connected with Megan on Facebook now. But like I went to her high school graduation and stuff. So it was like things that carried on even past when people moved away or like we grew up and went to college or what have you. Mm. So. Oh, my gosh. That's like my whole story there. (laughs) And it's hard. It's really hard to like pinpoint why it was so. I think when you're younger, you just need a group of people that beyond your siblings even though my siblings were definitely a part of the group Mm -hmm. well especially my brother my sister was a little bit too young but it just makes your neighborhood or it makes your childhood a childhood yeah it definitely fills it out our generation is the last generation where it was like half technology half not Mm -hmm. and so when we were growing up it was mostly no technology so what we did to have fun was go outside and hang out with kids around us And it wasn't a time when you could just text someone and be like, hey, you want to play outside or hang out? Like, you literally had to go and knock on their door, and their parent opens the door, and they're like, oh, God. And it was like, is Timmy home? (laughs) (laughs) And then they would come out or like, no, Timmy has to stay inside tonight. Like, that stuff. And, oh, I miss it. It was a good time. I miss it, too. Um, Actually, I think that our neighborhood friend groups were very similar, especially in, like, terms of um, the activities that – my friend group got up to um okay so 
I grew up in Florida, even though I was born in New Orleans. But um, where we lived uh, was a little place called Pine Island. So it's already a like small community vibe anyway. But um, the neighborhood we lived in was in St. James City. Um, and we lived on a street and like my best friend lived like a few houses down and, um, the street over one of my other best friends lived there and funny story, we actually moved into their house when they moved away. Oh, wow. So like small world, right? Um, (laughs) but, um, so like I had my two best friends, Emily and Sarah, and we, like used to run around and stuff we used to like sell lemonade and there was a cul-de-sac at the end and um one day these this family moved in like across the cul-de-sac and uh we became friends with the boys that lived there and then we got to know more people in that area as well um so it was like it just started branching out and because like the boys ended up going to school with like me and Sarah because Emily went to a different school um we became friends with them more because we were riding the bus and stuff and um similar to you we also had like the bike gang like everyone had bikes like it was crazy like the kind with the pegs on the back wheels so yeah that- yeah so you could carry someone around on <laughs> exactly, the back yeah or uh, they would sit on the handlebars in the front or yeah. you could have two people <laughs> yeah yeah that's exactly right uh and so because pine island is like it's very like rural there were so many empty lots and stuff that had um sand spurs and stuff and so you know you'd run mm-hmm. through them and see if you could go and get like not get pricked by any of the sand spurs which is like impossible right <laughs> and the streets were separated by canals so it was very like you've got the uh shitty sandy grass and then just like canals so it was was a lot of fun and uh, we did a lot of the same sort of stuff with pretending that you're in a forest and like you're in a castle and stuff like that um yeah I really do miss it I think that was like the most fun way to grow up like by yeah running around and we used to always like um take shovels and just like dig the dirt in the like <laughs> in the empty lots and then like fill it up with what do you guys want to do today uh let's do some digging <laughs> yeah it's like we were trying to recreate the movie holes like pretty much <laughs> digging up the holes digging digging up the hole ow yeah i mean it's pretty accurate like shia labeouf was there it was incredible <laughs> Everybody has that kid that looks like Shia LaBeouf in their neighborhood. Well. Actually, I think that's pretty true. Actually, I might have been that kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, the reason why we were digging up holes, Mary, is because we were filling them with water, naturally. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, like, really cool. I was definitely a popular kid. Um, yeah, as evidenced by that. Um, with my, like, two, like, best friends, Emily and Sarah, we actually formed a girl group because my dad's a musician and he would play uh, gigs at, like, the local hardware store. That It sounds really weird, but it was, like, a hardware <laughs> store that had, like, a huge fucking deck and was right by a canal and stuff. So people would, like, park their boats there. And the uh, the deck had all this, like... Like a bar and stuff? Yeah, I don't know. And they had, like, pulled pork sandwiches. It was so much fun. So, like, literally, me and my friends would, 
like go to my dad's gigs because like their parents were friends with my dad and everything and we would just like run wild for hours and hours in the dark in like (laughs) rural florida pretending that like this giant rock was like um an alligator because it kind of looked like one uh so yeah really awesome uh and then when it was our time to go on stage we would perform our little hearts out as the spark girls I know. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, that makes me think of, I didn't do it, but the boys in the neighborhood all ended up, like, one of them decided they wanted to join, they wanted to start BMXing, and this was, like, a bicycle BMX. Mm -hmm. So, one of them started, and then everybody, every boy in the neighborhood went to the BMX track every, like, Tuesday and Thursday. Oh, my God. And, of course, the girls had to come along, and then they created a team, and the team was called Radical Racing. Wow. Very original. And then there was something. Oh, we used to do this thing called uh, pond jumping, which was it was in the era of the BMXing. And we would have they would build ramps with plywood and cinder blocks. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. And we would ride our bikes onto the (laughs) ramp into the pond and jump off of the bike and so the bike and the person separate and then you jump into the pond the nasty ass pond that's behind my house i have all these great pictures of us one time i did it with a bear claw a bear (laughs) bear claw pedal which is a pedal that has like spikes on it that it's easier to grip the essentially it's easier to grip the pedal when you're pedaling and it sliced open my leg and i think most of my scars from it are pretty much faded now but i have scars from that and i was like gushing blood and i was like look at this and it was like the era of my first digital camera and so i was like taking (laughs) pictures of it i have all these pictures of us like soaking wet like in the pond oh my god Uh, Oh, man. Yeah. Like, similar to, like, the pond jumping stuff. Um, In high school, when I had moved off of Pine Island and I was in Cape Coral, which was really close to my high school, um, my friends and I, uh, like, my best friend at the time lived, like, a few streets over from me. And um, during the summer, I think, uh, there was this house that was being built. And so we would go to the dock um, and just like jump into the canal like the nasty like not clean water canal yeah um but it was so much fun because like i don't know swimming's a great activity but um yeah why why do kids love jumping into nasty waterways i don't know we're not very smart <laughs> essentially we just have we just want to have fun kids just want to have fun well so comparing like your our we both had really similar like neighborhood friend groups yeah. but comparing that to the friend the neighborhood friends you've or people in your neighborhood that you've met as like a young adult or as an adult or whatever um how would you say they're similar or how would you say they're different i would say they're pretty unsimilar there's not many similarities in university with the block of apartments where everyone kind of knew each other where everyone was already friends we would do a lot of uh like game nights and stuff together which is i suppose the most similar one of the things what we would do was the way our apartment was set up it was like two stories and there was a um stairwell that connected like the two buildings side by side so you walked up the main stairwell and you could like split 
into either building. And so what we would do was open up, if we knew the people across the, the hall, which most of the time you did, you'd open up the doors and you would have like games where it required you to run into the other apartment, <laughs> which was fun. Um, but like none of those relationships were organically because of the neighborhood. They were all like already before people moved into the apartment. Right. So in terms of it organically happening, I don't think... I have any experience with that. Mm. I don't know if that'll change once I, like, move to an area that has more young people and yeah. that with young people it might be a little easier. I know I just visited my friend in D.C. and she has these young people that live, like, right next door to her. And I was, like, surprised that when we were walking into the apartment one day, she saw this guy and he was, like, struggling with bags. And she was like, oh, like, what floor are you going to? And he was going to the same floor. And then he turned out to be like her neighbor and she had never met him and she's lived there for like three months and i'm like how have you not met your name like literally her neighbor not someone who just lived on the same hall like the person who lived next to her (laughs) wow yeah that is surprising and he was like young he was definitely our age Mm. and i was i was surprised i was like wow if i knew that someone was like that young living close to me i would know them by now especially because she's like a single fam female living alone like oh right you want to have those connections in case anything happens so i think once i live in that situation it might be a little easier Mm. but right now i just never had it yeah i mean i'm kind of in the same boat i mean when the upstairs tenants moved in um i didn't know that they were around our age i actually thought that they were like much older um and so when they opened the door and we had like the bottle of wine to give them we were really surprised to see some like young faces um and so i got a little hopeful that like you know maybe we could be friends and like maybe we could have them over and whatever if we have like uh if we do our halloween party like we could invite them but obviously like it didn't really pan out that way um but i think that uh one thing that i'd really like to do in the future is just like have like a a games night or have like a dinner party and just like get to know people and not have it be like okay we've got a meeting about the building so let's like get together and and meet at a pub i'd like it to be much more friendly so that's what i'm hoping to Hoping to do someday, but I don't think that'll happen for a while. Right. Do you have any last minute tips? Anything mm. before we sign off? Uh, well, I think that if you're a kid and uh, if you need some friends, like just ride your bike around and see who's outside. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the best tip ever. Yeah. Go outside. Yeah. Go outside. That's a major one is go outside. Yeah. And if you're an adult, if you see someone going to the same building as you, just like strike up a little small talk. Doesn't have to be anything major. Maybe just like, oh, uh, did, how, how long have you lived in the building? Like, blah, blah, I just moved here. That sort of thing. Something simple. Mm-hmm. Be confident would be mine. Like, just go out there and talk to them um, because you're going to probably have to talk to them eventually. So might as well be the first person to do it and you never know where it can go from there if it doesn't go anywhere that's fine like that's pretty normal but you could be like losing out on a friendship that you never know that you could have so right that's it that's (laughs) it i think that's all we've got (laughs) thanks for listening to make new friends if you have a story about friendship you'd like to share email us at make new friends podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on twitter and facebook at new friends pod pod short for podcast because we're a podcast 
Special thanks to our producer, Alex Papworth, and music by Max Wallace. For show notes, research, blog posts, and more, head on over to makenewfriendspodcast.com, and we'll see you next week.